You're listening to Wild Takes presented by 10,000 Takes. Opa. Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. This is the podcast where we talk about the wild and give our takes. I am Dev. With me, as always, is my deliciously attractive co-host, Zooch. And Zooch, I see that you managed to survive the annual 10K Vegas trip. How the hell are you, man? How was Vegas? Hey, uh, it was uh, pretty good. Survived is the right word to use. Definitely just <laughs> I don't know how the 10K guys, most of those, uh, Cam did six days, I believe. Yeah, Cam's in, Cam is five days. Degenerate. Yeah, five. I think five days. That guy. Yeah, but hey, we love the guy. He's a he's a degenerate, but we love him. Hung out with Cam one night. Uh, he came out right before Jake flew out. Fucking Jake talked to a hooker one of the nights. Yeah, that tracks. And we had a group chat going, and for some reason, one of the nights, Jake, uh, his location, he was in the middle of a fucking like lake thing. <laughs> Two of them were. They're just in the middle. I, I don't know if they're swimming. Really there's uh, there's no water in one of the lakes. Because I remember oh, that's probably what happened. <laughs> they were probably walking across it. When I was there, when I was there in the summertime, the water, yeah, last July, the water was so shallow and like there was such low uh, precipitation, like even by Vegas standards, that dead bodies that had been buried out there from like the 1920s and 30s were starting <laughs> to surface. So like legitimate mafia hitmen, yeah, like bodies are getting found a hundred years later uh all because the water level was super low so um i have to ask because i haven't talked to him since did jake get killed by a hitman no he's uh he's alive he was at the airport on time thank god <laughs> they had to get him out of there that guy he, he's uh i mean just feels alive in vegas dressed up, uh dressed up as mike hawk and doing goalie training in the middle of a bar that was pretty impressive that uh that tracks goalie butterfly yeah yep that tracks but it was a good time i mean sure we lost money a little bit i don't know how the other guys got out i definitely lost a little money mm-hmm. you know once i'm back on the last day played some blackjack got a little lucky got out of there, there Left you go. In my wallet that's what you got to do yeah absolutely and, and yeah. then get dragged back I think next year mm-hmm. we'll go during the NHL playoffs, though. Bet on stuff yeah. like that. No, that would be fun. Random. Yeah. <laughs> Betting on that was like, you. oh, yeah, this is a lock. Oh, wow. Whoever, Who's the two seed that lost that fucked everybody up? Um, Arizona. Yeah. yeah Princeton Arizona. beat Arizona. Up a lot of, and then Princeton beat Mizzou. I was like, Jesus, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's March. Should have yeah. thought. Should have bet on every sixteen and uh, fifteen. Would have won a couple bucks. Yeah, would have won something. I uh, that that uh, that reminds me that I'm I am I'm I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that. Uh, actually, let's just get right into it uh, with our yeah. stick caps and cup clinks of the week. Um, my cup clink, since you brought it up, uh, pretty much brackets everywhere. Uh, everybody was busted. Um, for the yeah. first time that I can remember, we did not get out of the round of sixty-four with a single bracket intact. I think the first what five games. There was I mean, something in the first five games that fucked everything. Hell, I don't remember. But. It was crazy. And well, yeah, Furman we, in like the first literal first Furman. tournament. Yeah, as somebody as somebody who actually called the Furman one because I hate watching 
how Virginia plays basketball. I just picked that out of spite. And then I had them beating Alabama because again, out of spite, <laughs> out of spite. Um, so like I enjoyed that. And then I, you know, pretending like people are like, wow, how'd you know that? I was like, dog, I'm shit posting, but with a bracket. <laughs> well, dude, that's actually hilarious. You say that. Cause I was uh, working right before going to Vegas and I look at the guy, <laughs> the guy I work with and he's like, yeah, Furman. I took Furman. I was like, ah, bad pick. I had no idea what the hell I was talking about. I just was reading like the ESPN stuff and it was like, oh, Virginia should win this game by a landslide. Yeah. And I'm like, horrible pick. Not one of the ones I would pick. And all of a sudden I'm driving. And I, on hope, the... I hope he blew your phone up. Oh, man. He probably, well, he's probably going to light me up next time I see him. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, fairly Dickinson got everybody as a 16 one seed. So, oh, that was, that was amazing. That was incredible. Uh, yeah, Princeton, Arizona. It was crazy. Um, brackets everywhere. Absolutely busted. March Madness is the beginning of the best time of the year, uh, for sports just because there's so much going on. I think a lot NBA, of NBA, NHL playoffs now. Yeah, we're in the the home stretch for the NBA and the NHL. Um, there's under under 15 games left in the regular season for both. I think there's 10 left in the uh, NBA and. 11 or 12 left for most teams in the NHL. So wolves, wolves are <laughs> wolves are the ones we got to worry about Wild are you know, set for the playoffs. Everyone kind of, they could win the division. It's all a matter of how Colorado plays down the stretch. They got the games in hand and they got the weak opponents. They play nobody. <laughs> yeah. Have, we'll talk a little bit. Probably more about run that. away. We'll yeah. talk a little bit more about that, but yeah, what's uh what's your cup clink this week, Zooch? Uh, world baseball classic. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I caught the end of it last night. Japan, uh, you know, won, which is a bummer for us red-blooded Americans. But um, oh yeah, baseball. It was it was pretty good though. I mean, you got Shohei and Mike Trout. Yeah, good to see what Mike Trout can do in meaningful games. Well, he struck out to lose the game, so that yeah. was. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, it's okay. He's not here much. It was hilarious. Someone was like, "Damn, could you imagine those two on the same team?" <laughs> Wow, those guys would be really oh wow. They oh wait, do. oops, classic. Um, you know, I mean, uh, Puerto Rico—they're pretty good. I'm pretty sure it's a pretty great game with uh, the U.S. Yeah. and the quarters with them. So, yeah, Mexico and Japan in the semis—that was great. What was up with the dude that uh, lost his game playing for Cuba and then just was like, you know what, I'm not going back to Cuba, just defected and left. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't hear anything. Well, U.S. fucking crushed in the yeah. semis. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I didn't hear anything about that. <laughs> He's probably like, you know what, goodbye. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Is he? I think he was already under contract with the team, but like he couldn't be there for like two or three years, and was like, screw it, I'm coming now. <laughs> just yeah. uh, it did. It's just a little tournament they throw every couple of years. Yeah, no, it's a good time. Um, no, it's fun. I mean, a lot of good players were there. So yeah, no, it's it's good to see baseball. And, I, I would say that was probably more entertaining than just like regular spring training and it gets everybody kind of ready for oh, it. Oh yeah. That's good. Right. You you love a good tournament, right? Oh yeah. Well, speaking of tournaments again, um, the third tournament in a row of our cup clinks and stick taps, my stick tap of the week is the college hockey tournament uh, starting pretty soon. Uh, finished up conference play. And yeah, I mean like, you know, I, I know a lot of people are upset that the NCAA kind of boned the state of Minnesota by putting um, three out of the four teams in their region being for, like all three Minnesota teams are in the same region. So like, there's only going to be the one 
Minnesota team in the frozen four or potentially zero, but almost certainly one. Um, <laughs> but like, good way of putting that. <laughs> listen, I have watched Minnesota sports for far too long. Hey, hey, they've lost in this game before. So, so many times. Oh, well, no, this exact game against Holy Cross. Oh, Planet yeah, true. Definitely should not have been in the tournament as the overall one seed. So let's hope history doesn't repeat itself. Yeah, here we go. But yeah, I mean, all that to say, the rest of the stuff should be uh, just real top tier hockey. If you yeah uh, haven't, and it's sold out. So yeah. I mean, that's college hockey smart for that. Absolutely. Now there's three teams that can fill the building. You don't have a fucking five thousand people watching. <laughs> yeah, do not care about. <laughs> no, it's gonna be an electric barn for sure. And if you've been, um... they, I think they did that for every region. Bridgeport's got you know Colgate and sure. Cornell and Harvard. I'm pretty sure every region is. Pretty close, which is probably the way that it should be. It should be. I agree. So regions. Well, yeah, um, yeah. Well, if you, if you if you've been following along with the college hockey season, I know all year uh, Veach has been writing the college hockey preview weekend blogs and stuff. Um, good stuff. Good, good, good stuff. Really top tier stuff. So go check those out over at uh, 10ktakesmn.com. What a great website. Zooch, what's your stick tap this week? You know, I'm just gonna stick tap the Wild. They battle through injuries. And they've lost their second top scorer from the previous season in Kevin Fiala. And they're cap strapped to two bad contracts and still are finding ways to compete. Uh, shit, they're tied for first in the central right now, like I said earlier. Yeah. It's going to battle over these next couple weeks. But I mean, if Colorado, hopefully they drop a few of these games, they should win and that'll open the door for the Wild because it's not like the Wild have a tough schedule. We'll get into that in a bit too, who they yeah. play. But I mean, it's not a tough schedule, that tough of a schedule coming up. They got no. a couple of teams they should beat. I'm just saying, I'd rather play Winnipeg, Nashville, or Seattle than any of the two teams around the wild right now who they're battling with. So let those two duke it out in the first round. One of them drop. I yeah. think Colorado would work for Colorado last year. So yeah. Well, let's, let's, it works for us. Let's, uh, let's touch on the playoff picture real quick and then we'll kind of get into how the wild have looked recently. We'll kind of bury the lead a little bit, but let's, let's touch a, yeah. just, just a little bit here. I almost have a counterpoint. I heard this. I don't remember who originally threw this out there, um, but I heard it. And I remember thinking like, Oh, that actually kind of makes sense. So like Jared Bednar and the, the avalanche have said that they're not a hundred percent sure that uh, Gabe Landeskog will be ready to go by the beginning of the playoffs. And the avalanche, even though they are winning right now, um, they are still pretty beaten up. Is it not? Could it be potentially that the the best time to face Colorado would be in the first round if they don't have Landeskog? Yeah, I mean, that's a good argument. Plus, then you get them out of the way. They can't get any momentum. True. I just worry about uh, Dallas gaining momentum. Yeah, no, Dallas is a good team, and you know you, you saw, don't want Otter you getting it. hot. <laughs> you saw Otter get hot last year. That would be just the wild luck. So yeah, I don't disagree with it. It could very well be Dallas, Minnesota, in the two and the three. That, we don't that, know. That does seem to be the most likely scenario. Still, that's kind of what I'm thinking, but you never know. No, it's it's hard to the say. Wild for have sure. surprised all year. <laughs> really, they just they just keep surprising everyone. They were dead to rights about two months ago. Wait. Or was yeah, that a month, month ago? Month, month, month and a half. Ago. A little more than a yep. month. Dead to rights. This team should sell. Not <laughs> contender. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm looking look at, at the, the one overall in the West. You never, it's close. They're right there for that too. The Wild, as I'm looking at it right now, have five games remaining on the schedule, so about half against playoff teams. Um, they have well six, I so a little more than half. There are uh, eleven games left, and we got Seattle once, Avalanche, Colorado once, Vegas twice. Um, well, there's Peng- a playoff primer. Yeah, see if we even want them. Penguin- <laughs> What happens yeah. there? Uh, Penguins once. I think they're. I imagine they're still in the playoff picture. I haven't checked on the East because I know that's a crazy one. And then the yeah, and, not as and, much with Buffalo sucking since getting Jordan Greenway. Where did that work? Yeah, and then we got the Jets and the Predators to close out the season. Um, one of those will be a playoff team. So. What the hell is up in Nashville? Like, will you guys relax? They do this all the time. They did I know. It last year, Stop too. it. It's so They've gone to the playoffs a ton over the last uh, decade, I feel like. They just always are in there Some for, at the end. They make it, they're kind of like the wild in a way. I feel like well, it's the- like, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before where they sold off all their best players, all their rentals, and then, okay. and then went on this insane run. UC Saros had like a Vezina caliber second half of the season. And I think he he might have won the Vezina that year. I don't remember. <laughs> and then they they went on a run. They made it to the second round of the playoffs. This is like two years ago, I think. Is that when they upset? Well, was it two years ago? It wasn't the one where they when upset they, where they upset Chicago. Wasn't that one? No, that was that was a different. That was crazy. Well, there's uh, another time they got in as a or a wild card and played a one, and some for some reason just beat them. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's not the, the cup one. and <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. So yeah, the uh... not surprising they're still in the hunt after selling basically every usable player. I mean Nino Grandland. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, about the Tommy Novak, Minnesota guy though. Yeah. So yeah, I mean as I'm looking at it, um, the Predators are. Five points out of the wild card spot, but they have three games in hand. So they could put if they they, they hold they out, control their destiny. If they win out, they're in. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, all that to say, the playoffs are going to be real exciting. We're going to talk a lot more about the playoffs as we get a little bit closer. Um, let's talk a little bit about the wild right now. And then we'll preview kind of what's to come with the uh, with the rest of the Wild here. So the Wild have points in 16 of their last 17 games. And uh, I mean, they're looking good. They're playing a type of hockey that is sustainable in the playoffs. They are getting secondary scoring finally. The goaltending has been excellent. Minus one stinker and well flurry's hot that's i feel like getting flurry right is flurry's been hot gus has been incredible i mean yep. his performance against the devils this week was sensational 46 out of 47 saves yeah that was unbelievable great. um and this is without caprizo too and the and, yeah and the last They're letting him get right <laughs> they just say hey get right over there you're like the terminator just let him you know zzz, zzz, zzz. Mm-hmm. Brian was destroyed. He's he's just like he's built different. So like four, four years for him. Yeah, he's Aaron. No, he's unbelievable. So, yeah, so 
Let him rest until the it's, first round. Okay. It's been good. I don't, you know, based on the original timeline, he got hurt a little more than two two weeks ago. Not not quite three weeks ago. So we're we're approaching the early end of when yeah, he could conceivably yeah. come back. He could be back as soon as as soon as next Monday. Um, I don't think that that's super likely. I think that the general thought is and should be let's take our time with this. But the absolute latest that we would see him based on the original timeline would be uh, April like seventh. Um, you know, so I, just just in I don't time. Think you need to. I don't even think you need to play him for the next three or four games. That's just. I think you want to. I don't think that you want to have him come in. Uh, come into the playoffs without having played any games. No, know? I think he he needs about two. But our I mean, our last our last four games are all against teams that we should beat pretty handily. We've got the Blues, the Blackhawks, the Jets, and the Preds. I mean. You know, one of those teams will be in the playoffs, so that's a good way. You know, that's good there. But well, like, I mean, two of those teams are trying to win. Two. Right, two of those teams are tanking. <clears throat> one of those teams has no idea what they're doing, and the other <laughs> probably will be in the playoffs. Well, the other one is like, uh, are we good? Uh, are we bad now? Like, what? Th- that team is so fucking. Ra- they have, they they're the opposite of the Wild. The Wild got hot and are like sixteen and seventeen with points. And the Jets just went, you know what? We're the opposite. They've gone two of two of fourteen with points. Something mm-hmm. went on a crazy losing streak too, six games or something like that. Yeah, it's true. And yeah. and I do feel obligated to mention because this episode will come out on my buddy Alex's birthday, and he is a big, big Jets fan. Um <laughs> happy birthday, fucker. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, congrats. Uh yeah, no, I'm actually gonna go see him this weekend, so it'll be a good time. And we're going to solve a mystery at his at his home. And instead of the Vegas themed murder mystery that he has paid all this money for, I'm going to propose that we solve the mystery of what the hell happened to the Jets after the deadline. Yes, there we go. They added Nino Niederreiter and somehow fun. got worse. Oh, my God, it got much worse. Like noticeably worse. They started playing him in overtime. What? First of all, Nino Niederreiter should not be on the ice when it's three on three. That's not his play style. That's not his game. Yeah, Nino Niederreiter, famous famous for his open ice, uh, his open ice skating. He actually made, I think, one good play, but then he got walked like a cone out there, and he's just flat footed. I'm like, this is a bad look. I'm like, Winnipeg, what are you doing? He's a great player. He's yeah, he really isn't. Yeah, yeah, he's a power forward, dude. Three. It's not like they throw Felino out there that much on three on three. We've seen him out there, but it ain't. Often at all, it's, it's like it's, usually, yeah, it's usually, everyone's dead. Yeah, <laughs> They've been out there for three minutes. Like, exactly. Hey, go, hey, go, bang bodies quick. I don't know how exactly. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. I do want to talk with you, you know, about the games that the Wild have played this week. Um, uh, but before we do, let's take a quick break, and then we'll uh, we'll be right back. All right, so we are back. Uh, Zooch, we obviously didn't get a chance to talk last week before the uh, all the chaos and the hullabaloo of the wild schedule. Uh, Voss came out here, and she actually she she was a lot more optimistic than even I was, and it was great to see. Um, the Wild have typically struggled against the Blues. Not this week. Uh, holy shit. The Wild, in one of the most entertaining hockey games I've ever watched in my life, uh, 
come back from four one to win eight to five. I mean, yeah they, uh, yeah, they were putting the puck in the back of the net. That was an incredible game, and I mean, what was the moment for you when you're watching that game that you knew that it was over? Because I have one. And I'm curious to hear if you if you think it was the same. Oh, it was the, in the middle of the second when they scored on or. They scored so many goals in that little period, and I think it was Hartman who scored. And the, the Shaw scored, Benner skated to their bench. I'm like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no. And then you know Hartman. He's just a rat. And yeah. it's to say that. He knows he's a rat. I it's fucking love Brian Hartman. He, dude, he, I – oh, my God. He's such a little rat, and I love it so much. It's like, it's, it's like Brad Martian, you know? Yeah, exa- yeah. he's like, he's like a, a Walmart, Walmart yeah. Brad Martian. Yeah, but that's okay because yeah. he's not – Whatever. I he's, love he's, Ryan Hartman. Yeah. And I, I, I think I do I do like to say I always every time that this comes up that yeah. how Hartsy plays, um I always feel obligated to just remember the way that Jacob Middleton described him. And, you know, we got you know Ryan Hartman out there, he's a little piece of shit. Yeah, he's just a piece of shit out there. <laughs> and he is. He is. dude, he scored, and as soon as he scored, I'm like, Oh fuck, he's skating right to Bennington. Kicks the pad. I'm like, you could have gone around him, but I love that you didn't. You just <laughs> and I knew it was coming. I was like, where is he? Where is he? Oh shit! He's in his grill. He's punching him with his blocker. Yeah, Girl's no. eyes were. <laughs> he saw his life flash before his eyes. Was like, oh, his eyes get super big. So that goal isn't even the one that I was thinking. It was the tying goal that I think Shaw scored right before. It was that. Shaw? Yeah, that was the moment where you could see Bennington absolutely check out mentally. I mean, that guy, Binner has the mental fortitude of a three-year-old that skipped nap time. It's ridiculous. Well, what well it's hilarious because uh, what Flurry said to the refs, he's like, come on, he wants to fight everyone. Why can't I fight him? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. That's hilarious. He's like, the, good for the fans, yes? <laughs> the, the, that what clip, a beauty. He's such a beauty. God, oh, God. So good. The, hey, 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 let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I seriously love that. So the way he put his helmet down, just legend. He's such a legend. Everything Flower did leading up beauty. to the should have been fight was just incredible. And He's the beauty. We know this. Come on, Dev. Everybody knows this. This is not a secret. Eh, not well. Some people don't. Well, those people don't understand. Those, those people shouldn't have our love of, uh, the flower. Oh yeah. No, listen. I've I've been on this train for years. I'm not getting off. Arcade Fleury, certified flower. beauty. Honestly, <laughs> the the refs that didn't allow that the the linesmen that didn't allow that fight to happen should be in jail. Yeah. Why? Because he why stole. Both guys wanted to clearly. He stole a wonderful moment from all of us. Yeah. Now. I have Even though Flurry just said he did, he wasn't going to do that. I don't know what it was in an athletic article or something. He was like, you know what? Nah, no need for me to be doing that right now. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playoffs to focus on. Boom, shit happens, and Flurry's down there. Like, let's go. I'm like, come yeah. on. He just said he didn't want to. Well, I love the fire. Love the I, fire. Flower. You love it too. And then, yeah, I mean, 
I forget who came in. I think their backup goalie is Thomas Grease. So he comes in, gets scored on immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Like immediately. 90 seconds. Like game over. And then the Wild go on their way to put up an octopus, win 8 5. Mm-hmm. I think, if I remember right, I think Hartsey had a hat trick or did he just get two? Uh, I thought he got two. I, I know he had two for sure. I can't remember if he got the third or not. And I didn't write it down ahead of time because uh, I'm a dum dum. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Then we move on. Obviously, we got the mojo, which more on that in a minute. But um, we move on to the weekend, and we've got two two games of East Coast. Know, some day drinking oh. available. I, yeah. I don't want to be hyperbolic because the Wild, obviously, they lose 5-2 to the Bruins, who are on pace to become the best regular season hockey team of all time. And It, it was a good game. They played. It was a good them. game. I don't toss them out. I mean, we lost two goals to one of them was bullshit to me. That second one is yeah. that I don't I really don't think that's, uh, I don't know, man. That one was right. Me. <laughs> so yeah. The wild are depleted. They're missing. Cause they didn't have Brodeen back for that game. They didn't no, have it was five guys. Middleton, no Middleton, middle Middleton. Um, no, no. Yeah. Duham, Brodine, no Duham and no Kaprizov. Yeah. So the wild are missing two of their best guys. players. Yep. Duhame, two of their best defensemen. <laughs> two of their best, like two of their best players overall. Middleton, who's a top four defenseman, and then two big, two key pieces in the yeah. bottom six. I, I said mean, two the wild, of the best, two of the better. Yeah, Since <laughs> up there. Forgot um, about Brodeen. Yeah, Brodeen's um, just meh though. Okay. Yeah. For those of you who don't <laughs> understand that reference, there's some dude in Russo's mentions on Twitter that keeps saying Brodeen is meh, um, and he's an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, so it's not a smart person. All that to say, and the, so the Bruins got an empty netter at the end there. The Wild had two goals called back, and they were depleted. And the Bruins are arguably the best regular season hockey team of all time. Is that the best five two loss of all time? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't I, really. I wasn't even mad after that. I was like, damn, Bruins, shit. Surprised it wasn't worse. And I yeah. watched. And we played with them. Wasn't an unentertaining game, you know. No, what it was I mean? a good game. It was a good game. And if you followed along to the Wild Pace training game, you got some, uh, you got some drinks in you. That's for sure. That Caps game was great, though. And honestly. then yeah, the the Caps game was a great bounce back. I mean, obviously, anytime that you win, win a game. I think that was five two, right? I'm going off. I'm going off. Well, the no, here. it was five three. Unfortunately, oh, that's right. Yeah. The, I yeah. put I put exact score. For that game, I oh, bet no. in four to two, and the Caps scored a power play goal with like six minutes to go. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god! Everyone, <laughs> I was like four two. The Wild are gonna literally just go on the defensive and lock down the goal. They might score an empty netter, but I wouldn't be that mad at that. All of a sudden, they chip one out to Boldy, goes in on a breakaway, buries it. I'm like, oh man, man. <laughs> I was like, wait, was that for the hat trick? Okay, it was only ten bucks. Whatever. It was exciting to see that yeah. Boldy a hat trick he's hot right now i mean yeah he is we needed this we needed the secondary scoring to pick up i've been banging the drum all year they didn't go out and acquire a top-notch player but they acquired someone that fits with boldy and it's working awesome i mean mojo shit yeah hand up it's jojo yeah but jojo. it's mojo jojo I, mojo listen, mojo jojo the evil monkey dude from powerpuff girls yep come on <laughs> down for the uh the price is wrong because uh, i was wrong about the third round price not being worth it. Um, yeah. 
shout out to Marcus Johansson. Kudos to him. He has eight points in 10 games uh, with the Wild since the, since he got traded over here. Um, and I more- still think it's Fiala in a, in a Johansson costume. <laughs> well, I mean, more importantly than his eight points that he's contributed, um, Matt Boldy it has been unlocked, you know, like yeah. having another speed guy that plays a similar game to Fiala, like we talked about before. Uh, it opens the, well, it's ice the up. quick passes. He's got such a great shot. It opens the ice up for Boldy and it allows him to play a different style of game so that he can just be open and use his skill, use his, use the tools that he has uh, to yeah. rock and roll. And it's paid off. Boldy's on a heater. You mentioned the hat trick since Kirill's injury. Boldy has obviously had to step up and be the guy, which is what you want from Mr. 49 sheets. Dude, it's seven mil is a steal. I don't care what anyone says. I say, oh, absolutely. In four years, oh my God. Even in two years, that deal is going to be crazy because the, the points he's getting this year, look at what he's doing with Marcus Johansson. Mm-hmm. Oh, the people the Wild have in their system, someone's going to come up and kill it with him. They have someone to play opposite of him. They have someone to play center with him. Yeah. They're going to unlock him even more. I mean, this is shit. It's an exciting time. Like we've banged the drum to be a wild fan. Yeah. And this is just the beginning. I think this playoff run has a chance to be better than last year's. It just matters on really how this lineup looks when everyone's healthy. <laughs> Cause we don't know what this looks like when everyone's healthy, but everyone's starting to get healthy. Yeah. Still now, the wild, He's going to the play. They didn't just trade for him to sit on the, the press box. Nyquist is going to play. It's just a matter of where. And I honestly, Nyquist is a talented player. I don't know where you put him in the lineup. I mean, it's got to be that third line. Well, hell, this is the this is a conversation that we were having. I was. Can having he play center, else. Dev? Do you know? Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head if he can. I know that he's spent the majority of his career as a winger. So he's a fucking winger. So it's it's like where do you where do you put him? He you might be able to play they, center. I'll um. I'll look that up real quick, but yeah, I mean the, uh, the other, the other side of it, the other, um, you know, like even just like right now, obviously the, uh, the wild are not, they're not going to, how do I word this delicately? They're not going to keep Kirill Kaprizov out of the lineup just because the, uh, the, the team is doing really, really well. And they don't, there's not an obvious person to like come out of the lineup. Right. Who, Who comes out of the lineup though? When, when Kirill is back in your eyes. So well, you look at lineup, still playing right now. Uh, yeah, but he won't be playing for much longer. Cause uh, I think he was only in because of the last second sickness. Um, but like, I think it's gotta be it. And it pains me, but it's probably Mason Shaw, but yeah, pains me. I know it, it, it doesn't just, I'm not saying, let me oh, put it this way. It's not Ryan Reeves though. It's no. not a, there's just no way they pull that guy. He, they got him for playoff hockey. That's mm-hmm. what they, it's just like D'Lo last year. They're, D'Lo got hurt towards the end of last year, did he not? And he just couldn't. He did. He was playing on one leg in the playoffs. He, he just couldn't play his fucking full game in the playoffs. You got a healthy, oh, geez. You got a healthy Reeves right now. Let's knock on some wood over there. Uh, you just got to hope he stays that way for the playoffs. A guy like him, someone who's physical, someone, I mean, shit, he's on a tear right now. 
playing yeah. of hockey and they have been for the last 17 games. Since Kirill's injury, guess who is second yeah. on the wild in points? Yeah. He just gets Ryan in front of that. He gets in people's head. He's a rat, just like you need rats in your lineup. It's yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. It's it's gotta I, I don't think it's it could be Sunny. Could be Sudquist. I think that's my vote. And it's not that Sonny's done anything wrong. It's that no, because like, you wouldn't put obviously like Kirill comes back in and everything, but then uh, you know you put yeah Steel or whoever. It's Greenway's replacement. Think about it this way. I mean, if Greenway was still if they didn't do anything and they had Greenway, and we're tra- we're talking about this right now, it would be Jordan. Yeah. Well, my my thought process. That's my. Kind of my my thought process it. on why it's sunny, and it's not nothing. I think he's played fine, you know. He's been fine, um, yeah. But that fourth line has a chemistry that's reminiscent of the grief squad from the last two years, where it seems like when it's Daddy and the two Deweys, uh, or you know, or even Revo, Sean, Dewey too, like any combination of those four on the fourth line seems to do very well. But when Shaw is out of the lineup and there's not a, and there's not two Deweys down there. They don't seem to play with the same like click and energy to it. Um, so that's where I think Sonny's going to go out. That being said, having, you know, watched this team for as long as I have and, and being familiar with how Dean thinks uh, you're a hundred percent right. that Mason Shaw will be the one that uh, comes out. Probably then probably I like it. It'll probably be right. Shaw and Dewey too that come out, and then you'll have a fourth line of uh, Reeves, Duhame, Sunquist. Which, and then Nyquist is dude. Nike, I just feel like they didn't give something up for Nyquist to not play come postseason time. I feel like this was he was primed to play good minutes come postseason. Yeah, we'll play see. On their man. second power play unit, like, well, I guarantee he's on the second power play unit. Uh, yeah, it's we'll see. Yeah, no, we'll see indeed. Uh let's let's get to this week's games. Um not the most exciting not the most exciting batch of games here, but uh let's touch on them real quick. So we got <laughs> at Flyers um versus Blackhawks versus Kraken. That that feels like a clean sweep with the Kraken being the biggest challenge. They are playing pretty well and unfortunately they decided to put an AHL goalie in the net last night against Dallas. They would have won except for they gave up a six-on-five goal with 0.7 seconds left to give Dallas a loser point so that uh, Dallas could get their, I think, 14th loser point of the season and tie tie Minnesota in the standings. So the Kraken are dead to me. Yep. Um, the Flyers... I mean, they, sh- they should absolutely win against two teams that are bedarding. Yeah, the Flyers are hilariously bad. What's the race being called for Bedard? Tanking, bedarding, I don't know. Bedarding, I'm into. I think I, I like haven't bedarding. Heard, I haven't heard that, but I like it. I don't know if I even heard that, but <laughs> I haven't heard that either. But uh, tanking, I like but it. I mean, we all know who they're tanking. Dude, the, that guy is insane. Yeah, Connor Bedard is insane. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Smoke pointed, uh, smoked, uh, posted his stats the other day. I think it's 71 assists and 70 goals. Like, damn. Yeah, in like 55 games. Yeah, something like that. 52, it's I believe ridiculous. it was. Just, dude, relax, okay? Yeah. We did it. You're the number one pick. These kids need to I, – I don't think he plays any defense, though. He's probably just all offense. Uh, like, I have not watched 
anything other than the highlights and the highlights are all offense. So yeah, uh, I don't know that for sure. He could be a perfectly good defender and we have no idea, but I'm sure he will be in the NHL. With his his scoring numbers, the way they are, honestly, with the way his scoring numbers are, I don't think the other team even has the puck. I really don't. It's hard to to believe it. He might might not be good at defense just because he's never played it before because he's never been on his side, his own. He's never been inside his own zone. And and that's something you coach, you know, it's not like defense can definitely be coached. You can definitely dude. Clearly if he's that good in the offensive zone, you can teach him how to be good in the defensive zone. It's just a matter if the player wants to do it. Yeah. Now if he's putting up 140 points, I don't think many coaches are like, Hey, Come on, man. <laughs> what the hell are you doing back there? Yeah. You know, I have coach. I have four goals and two assists today. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Go sit down over there. Yeah. Coach, coach see, I scored, see you in a minute. Co- coach, <laughs> I, I scored a minute. touchdown today. Um, yeah. My bad on missing my one defensive assignment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, development is development is an important thing, obviously, for a young player, um, which is why the 10K takes and the wild takes uh you know, parts of the part of the Wild Text crew is going to join 10K Takes in Iowa this weekend. Yes, um, we're going to be going down there. Um, Voss is going to be representing Wild Takes. It's going to be a lot of really good stuff. And um, the Iowa Wild have been on fire. Our guy Marco has been sensational, and he good just on him. Yeah, having really really good games. I don't know if you saw this or not because it came out while you were in Vegas. Um, apparently, we've been pronouncing Marco's last name wrong this whole time. Rossi. Yeah. So you're supposed to. So we've all been saying Marco Rossi for the last two, three years. And apparently the way that it comes out is it's supposed to be Rossi. But you're like, you have to like roll the R a little bit. Rossi. Rossi. So our guy, Rossi. Benny G. <laughs> kudos to our guy, Benny G. He <laughs> is trying. I love it. Grandest. I personally love it. <laughs> oh, I do too. So it's. Rossi. I don't know if you remember this, but like before we before we knew it was Kaprizov, everybody and their mother was calling him Kaprizov. Yeah, and it's going to be the same thing where it's like everybody's going to be like, "Wait, it's not it's not Rossi, it's it's Rossi," and then oh. and then he scores like three times ever, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, it's Rossi now." Okay, cool, Rossi. Well, Plus, it, it, well, there's no way to say that without a fun accent. Dude. Good on good on the Wild. They did right by Marco Rossi this year. Uh, they needed to put him in the A for one more season. Let him dominate. Let him play on a team that's competing for postseason as well. <clears throat> that's that's good experience for him. I know it's not the NHL playoffs, but he's not ready. He's not ready to be playing up here. It, it was clear early in the season. I mean, you don't. He had what one point in, in game. And that's here's just, the thing. Here's that's, the thing. It's not a he, knock on him. He might be ready now. <laughs> right. But you can't. He, no he reason might, to he, at this point. He might be ready right now, but there's 15 or 16 guys that are definitely ready right now. And, yes. you know, it. we're tied for first, him, guys. There's no need to call him up at this point. It doesn't it's not going to make us any better. If we call him up, do we have points in 17 to 17? No, maybe. Well, 16 of 17, by the way, not 17 of 17, but yeah, maybe. I'm, no, I'm saying 17 of 17. Like, do do we get points in that last game? Because that's the only reason. That's the one blemish in 16 games to me. I mean, getting a point is, that's not a blemish. I mean, if you get one point, that keeps you in, you know, on pace with anyone. Well, this is, this is what I'm saying here. I mean, you know, maybe the, maybe the, um, 
the the record over this last little stretch here stays the same, but Marco's development does not absolutely no because he's getting you know sixteen to eighteen minutes a night down in Iowa, and he's absolutely smoking cats. And Mm. you know he got a hat trick the other night. He's on like a six or seven game point streak. This is exactly what he needs for his development long term. And if he's up here, you know, and you could put him anywhere in the lineup, and the Wild would maybe have two or three extra goals in the in this little like 18 game 17 game stretch here two or three extra goals like during that whole time um but for marco long term his he's going to get so much more value and this is what billy's been preaching and i'm i'm a full on believer i'm a full on billy goat marco is getting so much more development by playing meaningful minutes instead of playing sheltered minutes up here in when the team is already doing well yeah that's it. Casey. And you don't want to bury him, bury him on the last two lines. He's got to play top six minutes, power play. There's just no point. Yeah. No point. Let's see what he can do through training camp next year. I mean, if he's ready, he'll show it. He's going to, we know he's going to be up with the team next year. It's just, yeah. it, there's no way he starts in Iowa next season. I, he's going to, he, no. he's going to start up here. We're going to see what he's got. So exactly. We'll, the fact we'll of the matter is, the yep. fact of the matter is right now the Wild have a fifth line of guys that are in the press box every night that realistically could be in almost every team in the NHL's top nine. I mean, maybe even a sixth line. Some, yeah, yeah, some, some people are arguing say. that. Some, yeah, yeah, you could definitely argue it. The point being the Wild have depth and the depth is finally showing out and the Wild are finally utilizing it in a, in a meaningful way and we just love to see it. So well, they have depth and Boldy's looking like a star. Yeah. Playoffs, as we saw our good friend, Dom Lushishin. <laughs> Loose chicken. Loose chicken. Uh, he posted today having star power is very important in the playoffs. Yeah. And good. Boldy is looking like a star. Kaprizov is a star. Mm-hmm. We have depth. So here yeah. we go. Let's, let's see what we can do. This time around, I mean, we waited all year. Last year, broke our hearts yet again, Minnesota style. Yeah. This time around. But this time is going to be different. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That is just about going to do it for us on this week's show, of the, the this week's episode of the Wild Takes Podcast. But before we go, we're going to end the show the same way we end every show, by giving our wild takes. Um, Zooch, what is your wild take? <clears throat> My wild take is that there are still good people in the oh. world. I sent this video to Dev a few days ago from MD Motivator on Instagram. He surprised a Canuck fan. Yeah, right? Canuck. Yeah, Canuck, yeah. He was a Canuck fan with great seats and a chance to meet the players. Uh, it was just kind of cool. It was uh, He walked up to a dad and a kid, and he said he had a shirt he wanted to buy for his kid, and he just needed a dollar, and the dad gave him a dollar. and Or he gave him like five bucks, so that's all he had in his wallet, right? or something like that something like that yeah he yeah. was like hey can and, i have a dollar and he was like i just have a five right. yeah i just have a five and the dad happened to be going through like cancer treatment and yeah he brought him to the canucks game got him to meet all the players and it was just it was cool nice little gesture good people still in the world and i hate that had that has to be a wild take mm-hmm. i agree but and on to happier wild takes you no, love to see it be much happier uh yeah my wild take is that uh this past wednesday was a great day to be a carl um carl <laughs> weathers directed an episode of the mandalorian uh that that came out on wednesday and if you haven't seen it yet it's a good good ass time 
Um, and I'm not going to spoil it because that's not what this show is about, but you can reach out and we can, we can talk all about the Mandalorian and, and everything that's going on there. And then also Carl Anthony Towns finally going to return. He, uh, he returns after 52 games off, uh, not off, but like with an injury to play. <laughs> yeah, they, they gave him this. He just was on vacation this whole time. No, um, yeah. Cat's back. He's going to play some shooty hoops against the Hawks. And the, you know, obviously with Ant getting hurt the other day, that is sorely needed for this team. So, yeah, this will be good. Um, good day to be Carl. Big, big day for Carl's. Big day for Carl's. Good job, Carl's. Good job, Carl's. And yeah. Good job, Carl's. That is going to do it for us on this week's episode of the Wild Takes Podcast. As always, thank you for listening to the Wild Takes Podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Go give us a follow on social media over at Wild Takes 10K and make sure to follow along with the rest of the 10K stuff as well. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you hate the show, tell your enemies. That's a win-win for you. And remember, it's not just about working hard and having fun. It's about fucking winning. Stay safe out there, folks. Yes. Woo! Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. You know, it was annoying, dude. It's annoying because in the sport books, you have money on one team and you're like cheering. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing to happen, the other team scores, and then all of a sudden people are cheering. You're like, hey, yeah, it's like, hey, you put money on them, you know, you have no beef. A couple years <laughs> no ago, beef. we were there for the uh Kentucky Derby, mm-hmm. and it was that derby where the horse that won got DQ'd. I don't remember exactly what he what the I don't remember what the odds were, but he put like 10 or 20 bucks on it on the horse to w- on the horse to win and it came in second so he didn't get anything but we thought it was going to win it was a it was a really like neck and neck race and then after the fact everybody's celebrating because the horse that won was like the heavy favorite so like everybody's like yeah okay. we all hit our bet and like you know everybody gets paid out like seven to five or whatever and then right. they initiate a replay and it comes out that the horse made an illegal pass or something. And like he made contact with a different horse that he wasn't allowed to. So that horse gets DQ'd. <laughs> so our horse wins and everybody is booing. And the five of us are standing and jumping up around and celebrating like assholes. <laughs> and the entire sports book was like, all right, fuck these guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's dude. That's how it feels. It was USA in the world baseball classic. Then everyone was screaming, jumping around. USA. USA. Oh, that would have been fun. USA. All right. I was like, I don't remember that shit.